Hello again, everybody. This is the Common Sense American coming at you a few days earlier than normal. Uh, I, one of the reasons was because last week's podcast, I think, created a lot of dissension among the ranks, among my listeners. All I wanted to do was point out a few possible pros of the Biden administration. No surprise that some of you didn't want to hear it. I don't really care. That needed to be addressed to some extent. He's going to be our president, whether you like it or not. So maybe we should at least attempt to find some uh, positives from that. It's hard to do, I admit, but I think I found a few. Anyway, also, I'm coming at you a few days earlier because I have, uh, I read something in the paper that we really need to address, and this affects all of us, is what we've been talking about. Uh, I'm not necessarily talking about uh, election fraud or anything like that. What I'm talking about in this particular episode is the preponderance of hate between the two parties, and specifically, especially now, especially after the January 6th uh, riots. You know, I, I said that, that I condemned that out of the gate. I still do. Uh, one of the big reasons for that is not just because it's, it's, it's a stupid thing to do, but also it basically overnight killed the Republican Party or came real close to doing so. We would have had enough difficulty uh, getting conservatives or Republicans back in positions of power anyway. Now it seems almost impossible. And I'm not talking just because, oh, everyone says all elections are rigged or whatever, which also is not true either. Uh, there's a lot of evidence for fraud. I admit that. I'm not, that doesn't mean that every single election around the entire country, local mayors and governors, it's all geared towards Democrats and they don't, they're the only ones who's ever going to win. Uh, you know, just ask southern states. That, that doesn't happen. Uh, many times, anyway. Uh, so, it, but we have the only real way forward is to keep voting instead of throwing your hands saying, I'm not voting because it's all just cheating, you know. Or, you know, we need to continue to investigate election fraud. I agree with that as well, where there are many things that need to be investigated and looked into for the sake of election integrity. But in the meantime, Republicans and conservatives will try to be battling back after, well, a lot of this, we shot ourselves in the foot on this. And now uh, <clears throat> it's only gotten worse. It's only gotten to the point now where Republicans are even more afraid. Democrats are accusing Republicans and conservatives of being violent and hostile and all that. And we're accusing them of exactly the same thing, which is a big problem because it basically means civil war. No one can come to terms in anything. But the big problem that's facing us imminently is the one-party system, which is, appears to be coming very, very quickly, especially after this month and the events that occurred. Now, I've said for a long time that we don't live in the land of the free if people can't, you know, present their own political views. If you can't do that without feeling frightened, then we are not free. And there's been many examples in the past four years of somebody simply wearing a piece of, you know, MAGA merchandise or Trump merchandise, whatever, and being absolutely attacked. Some cases physically, many ways mentally, uh, and they just keep coming at them. <clears throat> None of this is fair. Okay, I want to make that plain. None of this should be allowed. I don't care what your views are. If you're going to live in a land of the free where freedom of speech is supposed to be a real thing, this can't be happening. But now it is. And it's been happening and it's worse. And they're squeezing conservatives and Republicans out of every facet of power in the country. And to speak up against it is considered racist or some sort of idiotic thing. And now I read in this, I'm not going to uh, <clears throat> get into the 
specifics of cities or towns or whatever. I don't really have any interest in uh, letting you know exactly where I am. I'm sorry. I do guard my privacy a little bit. But uh, the title of this is uh, town. I'm not going to say the town. Certain town Republicans will not run in, in May election. Um, prospective candidates cite concerns over hostile and threatening environment for their party. What they're basically saying is they're scared to run because they're Republican. Now, I don't think people are quite understanding the severity of that issue. Let me let me just <clears throat> let me just offer some of this here. Uh, the city of blank Republican committee will not put forward candidates for the city elections in May after prospective candidates cited concerns over a hostile and threatening environment for Republicans and withdrew their names from the slate. Over the past year and one half, the city's Republicans com Republican committee identified a well-qualified slate of individuals who have shown a keen interest in running for election, according to the news release re issued by the Republican committee. But over the past week, the prospective candidates have congruently withdrawn their names from the slate and indicated the following three reasons for withdrawing their names. Over the past few months, there has been an increase in negativity toward Republicans, whether they supported Donald Trump or not during the 2020 election, by Democrats on the national, state, and local level, which has created a hostile and threatening environment for those wishing to run for election. The recent improper and illegal action at the Capitol building in Washington has created an even more negative and visible atmosphere toward Republicans on the federal, state, and local levels. Increased nationally publicized threats, intimidation, and bullying of Republicans by many liberal Democrats has created an environment causing many citizens who were considering running for election to reconsider doing so out of concern for their safety and welfare of themselves and their family. This has also raised major apprehension that they would be subjected to unjustified public ridicule and embarrassment by Democrats supporting the liberal left should they elect to run for public office. This is a disgrace. This can't be. Now, there is no way to defend this, Democrats. You can attempt to say that this is a big pile of hogwash and, oh, they're, they're not really scared. They're just backing down because they're afraid to run for some other reason or they know they're not going to win. And, you know, they're probably not. We're in a very liberal area. They probably wouldn't win anyway. But, of course, you're going to say it has nothing to do with they don't have any right to feel afraid. That is what they're all thinking. That is what Democrats are saying right now, that we have no right to be afraid or feel oppressed or silenced. And they've been saying that for several years, in fact, ever since uh, Trump was in, in the White House. And now look what's happening. We're not going to win, not because of rigged elections, not because people aren't going to turn out to vote, but because they're not going to run at all. Because they're afraid, not afraid they're going to lose, not afraid they're going to waste you know, a ton of money on a, on a completely... Um, futile attempt to be elected, not because of any of that, but because they are afraid for the general welfare of themselves and their loved ones, because they know full well what it's like in the political atmosphere right now. They know how dangerous it is to be a Republican. When I say dangerous, I mean it. This is very clear. And this is happening all around the country. You are going to find more articles in more newspapers, more stories on TV, if they'll ever even run them, of Republican candidates saying, I'm not doing this. I'm not subjecting my family to this. Because these people that we're running against are the opposite of tolerant, are the opposite of open-minded, and they've proven it over and over and over again. And God forbid you disagree with them, they are done 
with dealing with debate and statistics and facts. They're simply coming at you with a baseball bat. They, you will be silenced, you will shut up, or you're just going to disappear. People who have worked uh, in, in, in education, for example, they, teachers are being fired left and right simply for expressing their views against the regime. Simply for saying, no, I am not going to be teaching my kids about transgender crap when they're four years old. I'm not doing it. Or saying, no, I, I don't agree with this particular part of the curriculum. That is enough right there. To get you booted out. That's throughout everything. People are being uh, having to leave jobs because of this. If it's a predominantly leftist work environment, you can't work there. You absolutely can't. Politics has invaded and basically ruined so many parts of our society. And if you, and you're basically being told that you have to think one way, one way. Any other way is wrong. I have said for years that we are second-class citizens and are being treated as such, and that is one of the reasons why what happened on the 6th happened. I don't condone it, but there are, there are legitimate reasons for why it happened. And in no way can Democrats stand there and not take some of this blame. Not when these things are showing up in the papers. Not when we're hearing about people of a certain political bent willing, saying, okay, we're not running. And they had, according to this, they were ready to run. They were all set and ready to go. But over time, it has become abundantly obvious that these are not people that you fight on a debate floor because it's not going to do you any good. You are squeezed out. This is evidence of a one-party domination. This is evidence of the opposite of freedom of speech. This is evidence of oppression and fascism. That's all this is. And if a Democrat stands there and says you're not allowed to feel that way, that's basically slavery. That's essentially somebody owning a slave and saying you're not allowed to feel oppressed in any way. You're not allowed to feel a certain way. That is what the definition of all these bad words is. Saying to somebody, not only do we not care that you feel this way, not only do we not really believe you anyway, but you have no cause to feel that way, therefore you can't feel that way. And that's what we say, and that's what's going to go down, and that's just the, there's no recourse for you. And if you look at this and read this, you start, this is on, you know, the, the front page, and I can pretty much guarantee you that every single Democrat who voted for Biden that read this just said good. Just said, oh, good. Well, we don't have to deal with them anymore. They're not saying, oh, that's too bad, that's a problem because we don't have uh, dissension on, on the ranks, which is a good thing because it creates dialogue, it creates conversation, it creates new solutions to problems. We have uh, differing opinions. That's what a civilized society does, and that's how we're supposed to progress. But that's never what they wanted. They've been taught that they were right and everyone else was wrong and that we're second-class citizens, that we're less educated, that we're less intelligent, that we're more dangerous, that we basically need to be stepped on, and they bought into it. Whether they even know it or not, whether they acknowledge it or not, they bought into it. So their reaction to this article is going to be one of, good, that's, that's exactly what needs to happen. You, and you can't imagine how dangerous that is. That is an attitude that needs to be erased somehow. That's the only thing that needs to be erased. The idea that there's one side 
that is right and the other side is wrong. Now, everybody is guilty of this. I'm not saying there's not people on the right anymore. There's plenty of people who only believe in right-wing news. I, I can't imagine why. I guess the belief that all right-wing news outlets never have any bias and are only objective and they're the only ones who are producing truth. I, I, I went on a rant about that uh, last week and the week before, I think, or at least to some extent. I'm not going to do it again. Please don't be stupid like that. Try and, you know, examine the sources and come to your own decision. All outlets have a bias, pretty much. And pretty much all of them know their audience and what they want to read. You need to find as much objectivity as you can and be as objective yourself so you can get to the bottom of these things and not be extremist. Now we just have a bunch of extremists running around in circles. They really weren't before, but they're being pushed more and more in that direction on both sides. And in the and because one side has all the power now, you're going to see the other side, which is us, basically give up because there's not and there's nothing they can do. Not only do they know they have very little chance of winning, they also know that standing up in any way to this authoritative regime, this authoritarian regime, to do so is extremely dangerous for your health. There is no defense for that. There is no way to say that that's a good thing. There is no way to say that it's not a big deal. There's no way to say to a, to for any Democrat to think that this is a positive direction. Just because you won, just because you're going to probably keep winning for a while, your reaction to this should not be one of, oh, that's a good story. We don't have to deal with them anymore. It sounds like you're dealing with criminals. And, and now all we have are a bunch of Democrats running around basically saying that if you're right wing, you might be a criminal based on the riots uh, of January 6th, based on a pile of other garbage that they're throwing at these people and making them believe. I have friends who... Uh, they're Democrat. I would say I would say they were moderate Democrat, but this is starting to get to them in a way that they're really starting to believe that anybody anybody voted for Trump is a retard, like just a complete loser. Uh, needs to be reeducated. Can't imagine why this person is even walking around free. They're really starting to believe that. They're starting to shy away from anybody who holds different different opinions to them. They, they really can't handle it. They can't take it at all. Their unwillingness to even consider another viewpoint is indicative of a society where only one viewpoint is being pushed by all the pillars of power. Media, entertainment, education. And now you've got the government doing the same thing. Now you got them all. Before... It was just, you know, at least you had Trump and that administration trying to push back. Now it's just going to be parroted across the board. And when you have one message that is being crammed down everybody's throats, and that message is exactly the same, which is hugely damaging to half the country's populace, you're going to have that people start to feel, yeah, a little oppressed, a little angry, a little bitter, a little hopeless. They're not going to be able to even get up in the morning without feeling like they have a yoke around their necks. You want more riots? You want more violence? Then continue this. Continue telling people that they're wrong. Not that they're, they have a different opinion, but that they are wrong for thinking the way they do. That they uh, are... are you know, very poorly educated, don't understand with your liberal smugness. I have this happen to me all the time on Twitter. People try and explain something to me in this 
pedantic, smug little voice uh, that, you know, they're so much, they're superior to me, they're superior to all of us, they know so much more, and it's shocking how stupid they are. It's just mind-numbing. They know nothing about anything. These are the same people who actually believe that nonprofit means a company doesn't make profit. I mean, I'm serious. These people are really this stupid. They actually believe in things like when Biden says, I'm not going to ban fracking, and the first thing he does is shut down the Keystone Pipeline. They just ignore it completely. Either he didn't say it, or he was misquoted, or that's not quite the same thing, or they will desperately attempt to rationalize it away. They can't be wrong. They won't be wrong. And if you try to prove them wrong, they're not going to come back at you with statistics and facts because they really don't have any. And they've been taught that they don't need any because just what they think and just what they feel is right. And if what they're thinking and what they're feeling, which of course they've been coached to think and feel by all the aforementioned pillars of power, from the moment they go into school to the time they get out to every form of entertainment they see, to every news article they read, basically, in all the mainstream news outlets, they're being coached in one direction. So they don't even realize they're, they're basically become brainless, mindless drones. They don't understand it, nor do they even get that what they're doing to the other half of the populace isn't any different than what a fascist would do to keep somebody down simply because they disagree with them. There's only one group of fascists. There's only one group of intolerant individuals in this country right now. I'm telling you right now, they all vote Biden. Now, there are a bunch, I know, there are still a bunch of, I've met them. We call them Swamp Yankees around here in New England. They exist, you know, the ignorant, beer-belching, Confederate flag-waving idiots. I don't, I hate you all just as much as I hate Democrats. I don't like ignorance. I don't like stupidity, especially when it's willful and all you really have to do is attempt to open your brain a crack. Okay? I'm not, you know, promoting anything here. I'm not promoting the KKK. I'm not promoting anything. I'm promoting openness. I'm promoting freedom and equality, which none of these Democrats have ever promoted for the past at least decade. And this is proof of that. This article right here is proof of that. This is, you're going to see this everywhere. And even if it's not public, even if they don't make it public, you're going to see everybody who thought they might run, a Republican or a conservative, think they're not going to do it now. And for these very reasons, because, not because they don't think they can win and not because of election fraud, not for any other reason, but beside the fact that they feel uncomfortable and threatened and they don't like that. Who does? What human does in a free country? This is what we're up against. And the only way to really fight back against it is to stop giving in to all the stereotypes that the, the left paint us with. Stop thinking that the only answer to everything is, you know, the Second Amendment in the Bible. I'm not saying you can't have your faith. I'm not doing any of that. I, I'm, I'm for the Constitution. I'm for religious freedom. What I'm saying is that can't be our first reaction to everything. It's, it does make us sound stupid. It makes us sound like we are not willing to use our own facts and statistics, which we absolutely need to do. We need to be sane and rational and objective and come back at them and prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that, yes, you know, by the way, everything that you're doing, that is oppression, that is fascism. There's nothing equal about it. That is a one-party, totalitarian, authoritarian system that you are pushing. I have said before that Biden is not uh, a, a much of a he's he's basically what I call a uh, ineffectual uh, president who's only going to be controlled by those around him because let's face it this guy is not all there I'm sorry but he's not uh, 
himself, he is not as far left as progressives want him to be, but if his mind keeps slipping, there, you, it'll be shocking to see what gets pushed through, and that's what I've always been worried about. I think that's what a lot of people are worried about. And when the midterms come around, you're going to have this whole election question come back, but that cannot stop Republicans from running. If you can't, you know, if you can't, if you don't play, you can't win, right? I hate that slogan from the frickin' lottery, but it's, it's, it just, you know, encourages gambling. But in this case, it's absolutely true. You, you're not going to win if you don't run. you got to at least attempt it. To, bat, to say that this is all over, we're not doing anything, we're just going to let them take over in this way, and the only way we're going to fight back is with mobs in the street is not going to get us anywhere. So this, I just wanted to outline this. I just wanted to, look, this is it, right here, right here. This is what we are up against. And Democrats somewhere, some moderate Democrats that, are, that have not gone as far down the rabbit hole and could maybe scrabble their way back to sanity and common sense need to read this and realize that this is a problem, that maybe they shouldn't be allying themselves with a party that is forcing other members of the other party to feel this way. This can't be allowed. This cannot be happening in a free country. And it is happening. And yep, we only lay that at the feet of Democrats because that is precisely what they have been doing for years. And now, because they have gained full power, they're not going to stop. They're just going to keep pushing. The problem with that is all that means is you're going to push 100 million people and those 100 million people are going to push back in some way. I'm hoping it's just in the form of elections and that we see a big swing in the midterms. We, historically, we always do, but this is a very different situation. Okay, We really need to start uh, thinking about getting as many people in as local governments as possible and, and working our way from the inside and doing what, we, doing what any democracy or republic needs to do to change course. But... If you're not going to run, we can't vote for you. This is, this is, this is, and I understand, I completely empathize, sympathize with, with what they're saying. I wouldn't want to run either. I wouldn't want to run for office in this environment. Are you crazy? Those people that we are up against are violent and nasty, and they will eviscerate you, and they will have everybody supporting them when they do it. That's the thing. They have all the support on the planet. The media will support them. Education will support them. Hollywood will support them. It doesn't matter what they say or do. They are immune. And Republicans are exactly the opposite. It doesn't matter what they say or do. They're wrong. And they're coming after you. It, it's a difficult situation. I'm not, I'm not, I can't propose a, a solution besides what I've mentioned. Uh, and I just want everybody to realize just how bad this, this is. Whether you're Republican or Democrat, you have to admit that this is a bad thing. And if you're Democrat, I strongly suggest you switch at least independent at this point because this is what your party has wrought. You know, whether you even knew that it was happening or not, this is what, think for yourself just a little bit about how you view people on the right. I bet you it has changed significantly in recent years. I will bet you that. And very probably unwilling. You probably didn't even notice it. Just how much more you hate people. You Before you didn't really like their views. Now you're being instructed to hate them. Now you're being instructed to view them as a lesser species. And think about it. You may say, oh, no, I don't know. Think about it for a second. Just think about it and see if that's really what's happening. See if that's what your viewpoint is. You'd be surprised at just how much you apparently loathe us. And you don't mind bad things happening to us. You really don't. You're being taught that that's okay. Because we need to be re-educated. We need to be put down. We need to be oppressed. Because they are dangerous. Except the only real dangers are you.
So that's my uh, bit for today. Please think about it. I'm sure you will. I always do. Um, and we, like I said, we really need to find a way to talk to each other again. I said that two years ago, a year and a half ago, um, because this is exactly what happens when no one can talk to each other. And it creates a massive problem uh, throughout the country and creates rifts that may, we might not be able to heal or close in any way. The gap between us is too huge. And people are saying, oh, you can't mend it. We can't come together. Yes, you can. All humanity can. Always could. It's whether just a matter of whether or not they choose. Both sides have to want to. But it's certainly possible. Anyway, that's it for me. And uh, again, stay, stay safe. Although I really sort of hate that term too, which is stuck in my head because I hear it all the time. Um, and uh, I hopefully I will be back again next week with something different to talk about. Maybe a little more positive. We'll see. Uh, in the meantime, thanks very much for listening. And I will see you again. Thank you.